coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. Authenticity sales. That's what we're going to be talking about today as we make our way through part 14 of 30 in this 30-part series on my character-based sales book, Who's Buying You? with a subtitle, Until You Sell Yourself, You Won't Sell Much. So let's talk about chapter 14, Authenticity Sales. So the subtitle of this chapter is Authenticity is About Being not appearing to be. I remember a long time ago when I first started studying the seven habits and started listening to Dr. Covey on on his videos. And he talked about early on in in our country in the USA, we we were focused on how to actually be. We were focused on not appearing to be, but on how to actually be. We were focused on character-based ethics. And then pretty much it was sometime after the, the Great Depression, we made a shift, and we shifted to being focused on personality-based ethics. So we went from character-based ethics, how to actually be, and then we shifted into personality-based ethics, how to appear to be. And I think that that just launched like like we had a shot of steroids when social media and the internet came into being. There's a whole lot of people out there that are not focused on how to be. They're focused on how to appear to be. You see all this people taking these pictures of themselves with filters and trying to airbrush themselves and look all like they're not really in real life you meet these people and they <laughs> look like somebody else but they can't be authentic they, they want to appear to be something that they're not for whatever reason you have to ask them and, and then you know there's there's people doing all these different types of surgeries these days trying to i guess same thing appear to be something that that they're not but but, you know, I ain't into that, so you got to talk to somebody else, figure out why they're actually doing it, or a psychiatrist or a psychologist, or somebody like that. But it's just another, it's just an extension of, of the shift we made about 100 years ago when we shifted, started shifting away, drifting away, I should say, from a character-based ethic to a personality-based ethic. But true authenticity sales, and you know this, blue-collar folks especially understand Authentic people build a lot of trust with with blue-collar people because blue-collar people are are authentic for the most part. It's just who they are. Some of them, they got the same problems as everybody else. But but as a whole, blue-collar people are proud to do the work that they do, that we do. They're not trying to pretend to be someone they're not. They're just out there, good old folks, doing good old hard work. And they don't like a lot of fake people. So I want to read you a quote from William George Jordan to open up this chapter. 
he said this, Into the hands of every individual is given a marvelous power for good or evil. The silent, unconscious, unseen influence of his life. This is simply the constant radiation of what man really is, not what he pretends to be. Not what we really are, but what we pretend to be. Pretty powerful. So my main focus so far in the previous 13 episodes has been to help you understand why character-based selling is important. So I've been really helping you focus on the character ethic, not the personality ethic. So it's important in selling yourself first in short-term sales, but it's also important in long-term sales. Character-based selling is what I'm referring to it in this book. But again, it ties together with what Dr. Covey was talking about that I referenced from him, the character-based ethic. It's the same thing. Character-based sales, I've been telling you that already in some of the previous episodes. But there are, there are many important character traits that will help you become highly effective at building strong, long-lasting, buyer-focused relationships. Uh, I've chosen a few of those that I believe to be most critical for establishing a meaningful buyer-seller relationship. And we're going to talk about those. There's going, there's going to be quite a few of them coming up. That's what the following chapters, quite a few of them are going to be like that. I'll just give you a kind of snapshot so you'll know what's coming if, if you don't have the book. Like this chapter is authenticity sales. Then we're going to talk about truth sales, transparency sales, integrity sales, gratitude sales, connection sales, principal sale, rapport sales, helping sales, relationship sale, understanding sales, supporting sales, attitude sales, responsibility sales, networking sales. And if you keep in count, that gets us through chapter 28. So all of those different things I just told you, each one of them is going to be a chapter in the future. And I might as well go and tell you what chapter 29 and 30 are. Chapter 29 is what if they don't buy. Chapter 30 is sold, exclamation point. So we're going to talk about a lot of different character traits. And I'm going to share with you in each episode how those traits actually sell you. How having those traits sell you. Because remember, we're trying to talk about how to get people to buy you so that you can sell them the product or service. So keep in, con keep in mind the context of what I'm teaching is related to selling. However, because I'm teaching you principles that are applicable in all relationships, personal and professional, sometimes I'm gonna I'm gonna slide into that like I have been doing already. Most sales puppet scripts, if you remember that episode from a while back, most sales puppet scripts assume buyers are generally all the same. These scripts tend to be filled with what the sales department leader or another sales guru has determined to be, you know, think of it in quotes, the best practices. But they're not the best practices. Somebody's just calling them the best practices. The best practice is to, is to sell based on principles. That's the best practice. But practices only work in specific situations. 
principles work in all situations. If you've been following me long enough, you've heard me teach that in, in, in other episodes not related to selling products and services. It, again, it's because it's a principle. It applies everywhere in life. You may listen to a lot of my podcasts. You, you may think, he said this before. I say a lot of things repeatedly, but uh, most of the time they're in a different context. Sometimes they're in the same context, but you got to teach that principle to share the story. So if you learn principles, there's no need to learn practices. And this book is packed full of principles for that exact reason. Because I, I don't want to waste time teaching practices because if the situation changes, the practice may no longer be effective. Most often it won't be effective. Then what? You learn the practice and then everything changes. Then, then what do you do? If you know the principle, you just keep applying the principle. If you don't know, you stuck. You lost. You're going to flop around. And it's going to be obvious. So I shared, I shared with you in a, uh, a few episodes back. I think it was one of the New Year episodes, one of those two I did when I interrupted the, uh, this series. And I shared with you a, a, a quote from my friend and, and author of Gratitude Marketing. Michael F. Uh, Sciortino, I think you would say that like that, senior. It's S-C-I-O-R-T-I-N-O, in case you were to be looking up that gratitude marketing book for your own reference. But he shared these words on the topic of authenticity. I don't think this is the same quote I shared. I was talking about something different then, but it's another quote. Pretty sure came from that book I just referenced. But he says, there's simply no substitute for authentic, personal, human-to-human relationships. The key word is authentic. And, and Rhea, when, Rhea and I, when we speak, we get a lot of feedback from folks. People come up and talk to us when we get done speaking. The, the most rewarding thing we can hear is, is what we hear most often. People just tell us, you two are authentic. That's the most common comment that Rhea and I receive after speaking is, you two are so authentic. And for us, that's the best compliment we can receive. We don't have to tell people we're authentic, so look for it in our speech. We may teach about authenticity and we may say we're, we strive to be authentic, but we don't tell people to be looking for it in us. We simply are authentic, and that allows the audience to see it, feel it, and experience it. If, if you're a professional salesperson, you definitely want to come across as authentic to build trust because if the alternative is to be fake. F following a sales puppet script oozes I'm being fake. I mean, it's overflowing with I'm being fake from the start because most often the established best practice is expected to be followed and is forced upon the buyer whether it fits into the conversation in the situation or not. Doesn't matter. Follow the sales script. That's what they say. Follow the, follow the sales script. The buyer instantly feels the lack of authenticity in the seller. Often the seller is uncomfortable. They are so they are some people who are really, really good with that script. Like they ought to be in the movies or something. But that's not most folks. You can tell 
they're trying to remember something they it ain't coming out of the subconscious they having to consciously try to remember it and it, it screams to the buyer i'm trying to take you somewhere i want you to go that's what s- sellers that, that's pure manipulation which creates distrust when this when the seller's trying to take you someplace you don't want to go because that's where they want you to go that's manipulation and you're going to feel it if you're the buyer and if you're the seller and you're just trying to follow a sales script because you 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 in the role of a sales puppet and you don't really want to do it the buyer's going to feel that too they're going they're going to feel and witness how uncomfortable you are not a good place to be but but when the when the buyer feels manipulated then then they'll start telling themselves stories about you and your company and and keep it up and they're most likely to make an authentic exit and provide authentic negative word of mouth. And, and if you're in the professional sales business, that, that ain't going to help your business. That's going to hurt your business. It ain't going to help your long-term selling like we talked about last episode. It ain't, ain't going to help your short-term selling. It, it ain't going to help you. So if, if, you're, if you're in a sales role or you aspire to be in a sales role, or people report to you in your organization who are in a sales role, you got to help those folks understand and help them be able to be authentic while they're doing what they do. But many salespeople are learning how to appear to be, which is fake, instead of learning how to actually be, which is authentic. That's why all types of character-based development all the kind of books Rhea and I write about, the videos we make, these podcasts, it's all about how to help people learn how to actually be so that they can be authentic because it's, it's, it's a powerful character trait. No matter what your profession is, be authentic. And if, and if being authentic is a bad thing for you, then you got some other character traits you need to work on. If the reason you can't be authentic is because you're trying to hide who you might really be, well, that's a whole other list of issues that you're going to have to work on. But the goal is to be able to be authentically who you are anywhere with anybody in a way that builds trust, assuming people of high character who value a positive mindset versus a negative mindset. But some sales leaders truly believe teaching their sales team how to be fake is better than teaching them how to be authentic. Poor sales and turnover at the bottom is is most often a direct result of poor leadership at the top. Wherever wherever the sales script's at, most likely there's going to be a lot of turnover. And sales may be good enough to keep everybody at the top happy, but if people are are quitting or being fired for whatever reason down at the bottom, they, they ain't happy. So don't let poor leadership stop you from selling yourself authentically it's your choice to be authentic or to be fake you're the one that determines that choose wisely your your career your livelihood your supper may be depending on it but remember i often talk to you you're a buyer about this you're you're a buyer too 
Which type of salesperson do you prefer? You want someone who's authentic selling to you? Or someone who's not? We, we all want authentic relationships. Common sense, right? We, we touched on this common sense stuff. However, being authentic often requires uncommon sense, especially when the boss expects you to follow the script. Working for a boss who doesn't have your best interest in mind is also a choice. And remember this, just as customers can fire you as a salesperson, you can also fire your boss. So if your boss is expecting you to do things and to appear fake because it's just not who you are, you're, you, can't, you can't do what they're asking you to do from a place of authenticity, you need to fire the boss. You need to lead yourself well, change your work address, get rid of that boss, and find you a boss who wants to help you shine. And if you're in professional sales and, and your leader has introduced you to either this podcast or my book or both, well, they're trying to help you. They, they've either read this chapter or heard this chapter, so they know what's in it, and they're still recommending this to you. Somebody's trying to help you. And if you know somebody in your family or friends who is actually in sales, maybe it's not you, maybe you just listen to my podcast, but you're not in sales, this would be a, a good book or a good series to, to point folks that you know who are in sales in this direction. If, if they would latch on to it, it would help them increase their income, help them be more effective, and help them have a better life, which is what I'm always encouraging you guys to help me do. I need your help. Our world's suffering from leadership malpractice. Remember, the foundation of leadership is trust. You're going to build trust. You've got to be authentic. The most authentic salespeople always go out of their way to make the buyer feel valued as a person. They tend to want to make small talk and get to know the buyer. They allow the buyer to lead the conversation and the interaction. They're not pushy. They don't talk the whole time. Some of them do, but they're not the, they're not the high-impact sales pros that, that I'm trying to help you learn how to become. That, that's another one of those sales folks that, that I hate to run across. Those, those ones that won't shut up. They're they going to talk the whole time. And whenever you finally get away from them, you ain't, you ain't got to say nothing. They ain't even interested in listening. They ain't seeking to understand you and what you are and what your needs are. They most of them, they work in that script or they work in that, that, that manipulation factor. But the, but the good sales pros, they're not preoccupied with moving the buyer to a certain place at a certain speed. They there to serve you. They there, they're there to help you and you'll feel it just like you'll feel it if they're not. You remember I talked to you about Carl, the furniture salesman. That was so awesome. I shared about him a couple of different episodes, in, in a couple of different episodes with you. What I loved about Carl was he never tried to sell us anything. You understand what I'm saying? He was a sales pro, and he never tried to sell us anything. Let that sink in. But he sold us. 
but he sold us because he never tried to sell us anything. His focus was to influence us to want to buy from him. And we did want to, and we did buy from him. And he never tried to sell us anything. Based, based on what I've been teaching you, he was actually trying to sell us something the entire time. Well, you say you just told us he wasn't trying to sell you anything. He wasn't trying to sell us a product or a service. You with me? He was trying to sell us something the entire time. From the moment we met him to the moment we walked out the door. What was he trying to sell us? Himself. He was trying to sell us on him. He was trying to sell us on who he was as a person. Not that he was a sales guy. Not that he's trying to make some money. Not that he was needy and greedy. He was being authentic. And because he had a high degree of character, being authentic was a tremendous asset to Mr. Carl. Authentic salespeople focus on selling themselves because their intent is to truly build a relationship. If your intent is truly to build a relationship, it's easy to be authentic about building a relationship because that's what you're trying to do. You ain't trying to sell something except yourself. Selling the product is a natural outcome when you're able to effectively sell yourself. People are going to want to buy from you. You know this. You are a buyer. Everything I'm teaching you. I've had several top leaders say, who, who am I to be able to write a sales book? Because I always talk about I don't, I don't like selling. I like selling myself. But what I always tell them is, I'm a pro at buying. I've been buying my whole life. And, I, and after I've learned all this leadership development content, it's all about influence. It's all about character. So as I've been studying that and learning that, I look at everything through a leadership lens. But I can reflect back before I ever read any of this stuff. It, it don't matter if you've read this stuff or not. People like authentic people, especially when it comes to salespeople, and they're rare. That's another reason you will stick out like crazy in your space if you'll adopt the principles I'm teaching you in this book. Let's go hit up the seller beware points at the end of chapter 14 here. Now I'll read these three to you, and then maybe might touch on one of them or two of them. Who knows? Let's see. Seller beware, point number one. The moment the buyer feels you're not being authentic is the moment you begin to lose the sale. Be real. Seller beware, point number two. Whenever you are being authentic, you are always making deposits with the buyer. Make more deposits. Seller beware, point number three. Say no to sales puppet scripts that force you to be less than authentic. If you don't, you will pay the price. All right. That's the three seller beware tips at the end. The biggest thing to know, I think, out of those three is number two. 
Whenever you're being authentic, you're always making deposits with the buyer. Whenever you choose not to be authentic, you're always making withdrawals. So you need to make more deposits and you need to make less withdrawals. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll remind you here at the end, I've been trying to get the word out, so I've been kind of interjecting about the Blue Collar Leadership YouTube page, or channel, I should say, and not a page, it's a channel. Blue Collar Leadership, go to youtube.com forward slash at the at symbol, Blue Collar Leadership. Check out some videos there. We'll, they may not be that many to start with, but every month, every week, every month, there's going to be a few more added. So as time passes, there'll be a lot of them, just like there's a lot of podcast episodes. I'm, I'm working. This episode here is episode 373. That's six years worth. There's a lot of content back there. So what we'll be talking about next time, chapter 15 coming up, we're going to be talking about truth sales. Truth sales. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio, along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.